Welcome to Public Domain Video Theater presented by the great detectives of old time radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. Well, now it's time for another episode of Federal Men, a.k.a. Treasury Men in Action. This is Season 5, Episode 12, and the uh, title is The Case... The time, a little over a year ago, in March. The place, a waterfront bar in an East Coast port. Steve, give me a rye. Water on the side. Your name Mosby. Yeah, that's right. I'm your man. Huh? Keep it, Steve. Pick up your drink. I want to talk to you. Over there. My name's Keller. Mickey Keller. Boys around here tell me you're in the market for something. Is that right? Could be. I like you don't have to play shy with me. I know what the score is. What are you after? It all depends. What do you got? I ain't got nothing yet, but... If you're a nice guy, I can probably pick up a few pounds. Gum opium? Yeah. If you're a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. Okay, be around here Thursday. I'll, uh... Let you know how I make out. Preventing smuggling of any kind and apprehending those who attempt it is a job which requires never-ending vigilance. In my role as Chief, Division of Investigations, United States Customs, I'm going to tell you about an opium smuggling ring which was broken up by a courageous, carefully trained agent who risked his life to prevent this commodity from being brought into the country. This is Treasury File 3497. United States Customs. The case of the bad bargain. I thought you never were going to show up. It's Thursday, ain't it? What's the story? You got the stuff? It ain't in yet. Why not? Well, this time's Where is it? It's on the way. Look, uh, give me your phone number where you live, and just as soon as it gets here, I'll get in touch with you. What is it? Well, I, uh, I kind of move around a bit. What's the matter? Are you scared I'm trying to set you up or something? Look, I'm not working for no cops. I'm just trying to make a deal, that's all. Then maybe you better give me your number. 
call you. I ain't got a phone. All right, all right. I'll leave word with Steve at the bar. Maybe Monday. Hey, wait a minute, kid. Look, you ain't stringing me along, are you? Because if you are, I'll just go Look, somewhere. How many pounds you want? Four, five. Sure, if you can get them. I can get them. You got the dough? It's three hundred bucks a pound. Oh. Well, I. Uh... I think I can afford it. Okay. It'll be on Monday for sure. See you then. Mickey Keller, eh? Arrested twice, one robbery conviction. Served eight months in a state reformatory for boys. You got anything else on him? No, no more on him, Chief. But he has an older brother who has an even more interesting record. Two convictions, one for smuggling, served six years in the Atlanta penitentiary. Mm-hmm. But as yet, Moresby has made no contact with this older brother, eh? No, sir. As a matter of fact, there's no indication that the older brother is involved in any way. Moresby feels that some connection will come out sooner or later. All right, Duncan. I don't suppose we can expect any quick results until Moresby actually does make a deal. But at least we're on the right track. If either one of these Keller brothers is a member of the ring that's bringing gum opium into this country, we'll find out exactly how it's being done and who's doing it. Yes, sir. In the meantime, continue the surveillance on both Keller brothers. And if either one of them makes any suspicious contacts, investigate them. How do you like that, huh? How do you like it? Three guys with their money ready, waiting in town to pick up their goods. And what happens? The stuff doesn't even get here. Can't help bad weather, Rich. According to the Weather Bureau, they had a hurricane right in their path. Steamship company says they had to go 100 miles out of their way to get around it. You called the company? Why not? I got some dough invested in that shipment, too. Uh, that stuff ever goes down where you don't collect any insurance. Quit thinking about it going down. It's bad enough we... Rich. You back here again. Look, how many times have I told you I don't like you coming to my apartment? You got a room of your own? Why don't you stay in it? What are you griping about? Wow, you think I had poison ivy the way you want me to stay away from you all the time? What could I hurt by coming up here? A lot of things. In the first place, you're too nosy about my business. And in the second place, I don't trust you. With all those grubby little jobs you keep pulling, you're going to be hot someday and drag the cops right up to this door. He sure thinks a lot of me, don't he, Sam? What do you want, punk? Want to make a deal with you, Sam, when your boat comes in. What boat? Oh, come on, Sam. I know what the score is. I want to pick up about four or five pounds of gum at a good price. I can make a quick sale on it. You can what? 
I can dump it for you on a commission. I got a guy on a string for it. Oh, you crazy little squirt. Who told you you could talk to anybody about peddling gum or anything else for me? Hey, watch it, Rich. Watch it. Don't tell me to watch it. Who is this guy? What'd you say to him? How would you tell him? Nothing. I just told him I might pick some stuff up for him. That's well, whatever you told him, it was too much. Well, I didn't say nothing who you were. Crazy halfwit. I'll beat you up good for pulling a stunt like that. What are you trying to do, queer me? Oh, Rich, I wasn't trying to queer you. I was just trying to make a fast buck, that's all. Just because I'm your kid brother, you're never... Go on, beat it. Oh, look, give me a break, will you, Rich? All I'm asking for is a break. I beat wanna... it, I said... Just a couple of pounds. For the next 24 hours, a close watch was kept on both Richard Keller and his brother Mickey, neither of whom made any further contacts that night or the next morning. However, that afternoon, Mickey Keller was seen going to a waterfront address to call on the second mate of a ship which had docked that morning, a man by the name of Bristol. Me? You must be crazy, kid. Somebody must have given you the wrong information. Now look, Bristol, what's the good of playing cute with me? I know you're bringing this stuff in for my brother. And I'm willing to pay you just as much as he is. More! So if you play ball with me, you make more dough. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't hardly know your brother. What kind of stuff would I be bringing in for him? Oh, come on, Bristol. There's enough in this for all of us. Nobody's gonna kick if you give me a few extra pounds. <laughs> What's the difference who you sell it to? Gum is gum. I don't handle no gum, kid. I don't handle nothing. How could I? You think I can walk off that ship with anything in my gear? Them customs guys examine us the same as anybody else. Look, you've got ways of hiding it on board and taking it off later. Not me, kid. I like my job too much. I like my life. I don't want to spend it in no jail. If you're looking for some stuff and your brother's getting it, buy it from him. Thanks. Next time you go to sea, I hope you sink. Hello. Well, hello. No, no, I just got in a couple of minutes ago. Well, I was going to call you, but your brother was here. I just snooping around. I didn't let him bother me. How's that? Sure. Uncle Charlie got in this morning. He'll be in the warehouse tomorrow if you want to pick him up. Right. I'll be around for my dough later. Uncle Charlie's in. Got in this morning. Well, what are you grinning about? Didn't you think he'd get here? I didn't know. Hey, what with that hurricane and everything, I had my fingers crossed. Well, now you can get to work. Here are the receipts on those consignments from the Roma Glass Company. Pick the stuff up at the warehouse tomorrow. The next morning, at the freight office of a steamship company which handled cargo from Mediterranean ports, Sam Leonard presented receipts for six large factory-packed crates sent from a glass company in Italy to an importing company in Baltimore, Maryland, a well-established glass and ceramics company which had been doing business in this country for 30 years. What's going on? You're a couple of days late, ain't you? Not more than that. The stuff never came in. Where was it supposed to come from? Look, let's forget it. I didn't make my connection. Well, that's too bad, kid. I figured this was going to net you a lot of money. 
Are you kidding on four or five pounds? That's penny ante. Who said I couldn't use more? How much more? Well, guys I'm working for have got a lot of dough. If the price is right, I probably can give you an order for, say, uh, 10 or 20 Gs. Why didn't you tell me that? Why didn't you ask me? Give me a second. Didn't you tell me you're after big game? Would it make a difference? Well, I don't know yet, but it might. You got any references? Any names I could spill to help swing you into this? Well, I wouldn't want to mention any names I'm working for now. Oh. Uh. But I did handle stuff on the coast a couple of years ago. For the old McCleary gang. Toby McCleary? Yeah, that's right. Okay, you stick around here for a while. Hey. Where you going? I'm gonna make a phone call. You wanna make a deal, don't you? Sure. Okay then, stay put. Yeah. Who is this? Now listen, you punk. I told you to stay away from me. That goes for phone calls, too. But Rich, this is something real hot. A big deal. This guy I was telling you about is from the old Tubby McCleary outfit. And he wants gum. Plenty of it. I don't care what he's looking for. I told you I wanted you to... Huh? You think he's in the market for how much? Oh, you're kidding. Well, well what's this guy's name? Uh-huh. And that's all you know about him? Well, not so fast, kid. Not so fast. I want to make sure you picked up some kind of a phony. Oh. Okay. You take him over to your place and wait till Sam gets there. Molly, keep your mouth shut. Yeah. What's up? Well, I don't know. Looks like the kid might have fallen into something good. Could be a big order if it's on the level. What do you know about Tubby McClary? You kidding? I was out on the coast with him for two years. So was this guy. At least he says he was. You better find out if he's on the level. And if he ain't okay, make sure you don't back into a trap. Don't worry about me, Rich. This guy's looking for trouble. He'll find it. Took you long enough to get here, Sam. Another couple of minutes and we'd have lost him. Yeah. You come from around here, Mosby? No. Sacramento. Oh, yeah. Mickey was telling me. Used to be with the McCleary outfit, huh? Uh-huh. How is Mike these days? Seen him lately? No, not very much. He's been dead for almost four years. Come on, Sam, will you? We're wasting time. Take it easy. Mosby here likes to talk about the old gang. Don't you, Mosby? Sure. So do I. I used to be with the McCleary outfit, too. Yeah? When was that? Just before he got knocked off. Now, look, Mickey. I'm getting fed up with this. What kind of a runaround does this guy think he's giving me, huh? You ain't got nothing to sell me. You're a couple of phonies. Hey, wait a second. Where are you going? What do you care? 
Hey, relax. I had to make sure I wasn't talking to one. I understand you're in the market for some gum. A good hunk of it. Yeah, I could use some, if it's any good. Did you bring down a sample? Matter of fact, I did. Just in case you happen to be on the level. That's the best gum you could buy, mister. Yeah, where do you get it? We pick it up. Who's we? Now look, when we deliver it to you, we don't ask you what you do with it. Don't ask us where we get it. Are you listening to me, Sam? There's a deal for 20,000 bucks in cash, and that's a bundle. When I plunk that kind of dough down on a deal, I gotta know all about it. Where it comes from, how hard it is, and who's dishing it out, so? I talk to the top guy, see? Only to the top guy. Just relax. The top guy I'll deliver it to you, in person. Good work, Morrisby. According to the lab, this is exactly what we've been looking for. Now, if we can find out who the top men are and who's bringing it in for them, we'll close down on this operation once and for all. Well, if nothing goes wrong, I'll be meeting a top man tomorrow night, Chief. You think he'll actually bring the opium to the hotel? Mm-hmm. If he's hungry enough for the deal, he might. After all, $20,000 is a lot of money. Yes. Enough to make trouble, Moresby. You'd better have two men posted in the lobby and Duncan in the room adjoining yours. That's just about what I figured. Well, watch your step. You can't be too careful when you're dealing with men like this. And don't forget, a man who's facing 20 years in jail isn't ever going to give you a break. This is the way we'll work it, Duncan. I'll keep the lock open on this side of the door. Like that. Good. So you can get in here real fast in case I need you. Right. Oh, take the key out of the keyhole. You can look right in here and see exactly what's going on. Now, the minute he shows in the opium, walk right in. I'll try to grab him before he can get to a gun. Right. Now, is that clear? Sure. Just... Watch it, somebody's coming. Right. Can you see my hand? Yeah, fine. Yeah, who's there? Friend of yours. Open up. Sam. Sam ain't coming. I'm the guy you wanted to see. I uh, got something for you. Huh? Well, you want to be more careful about doors. In a place like this, you got to make sure nobody walks in on you. about being caught in hotel rooms. I got a phobia about guns, too. 
Now there will be no competition. talk business. You're not going to talk business with that gun on me, are you? You wanted to meet me, didn't you? This is the way I meet. All right, where's your dough? I got it. As soon as you wear the stuff, I'll get it for you. First, I got to see it. Look, we can play our fronts and gaston all night. I got the dough downstairs where I can send for it. Well, let's weigh the stuff, huh? All right. Go ahead and weigh it. It's right there in the bag. Hey, what is this? I thought you said the stuff was in you. What kind of a crazy game are you playing anyway? Just being extra careful, Moresby. I've been in this racket a long time. I had to make sure. Of what? You already sent one of your guys down to give me the third degree, didn't you? One guy ain't me, Moresby. I gotta make sure I ain't played for some sucker. If you did turn out to be a treasury guy, you wouldn't have no evidence. Well, now if you're through playing games, shall we go get the stuff? All right. You come with me. Pick up your money downstairs. We'll get the stuff right now. Stuff out, Mickey. I'll answer the phone. Hello. Oh, yeah, Sam. Where are you? You're supposed to be over here. Now, look, Rich. You got that guy from the hotel room with you? Yeah, good. Now, look. Don't go through with that deal. No, I just found out something about him. I think he's a copper. Yeah? Oh, Rich, it's the truth, I tell you. He never did work for Tubby McCleary out on the West Coast. And I just bumped into Tubby's old girlfriend. She says there never was any such guy in the whole outfit. Okay, Sam, thanks for telling me. I'll take care of it from here in. Something wrong, Rich? No, not a thing. So this is how you get the stuff in, huh? Must have somebody working for you on one of the boats. Yeah, that's right. What does he do, take off one of the panels and shove this stuff in with legitimate shipment? That's right. Why are you out at sea, huh? <laughs> Pretty smart. What's the idea, Moresby? Huh? Don't move, mister. Just got a tip you're working with the law. Tie him up, Mickey. Are you crazy, Rich? Tie him up, I said. This big-time customer of yours is a phony. I don't get it. Somebody's giving you a bump steer. Yeah, then suppose you start talking. About what? About the McCleary gang. You never worked for that outfit. Why'd you say you did? Well, I kind of had to, didn't I? I mean, I, uh, kind of knew around here, and I had to give Mickey some kind of a story in order to make a contact. As a matter of... Shut fact, up! I don't want to hear any more of your bum lies. If you ain't a cop, prove it and prove it fast, because you ain't got much time left. Oh, wait a second. How can a guy prove what he ain't if you ain't give me a chance? Oh, that's just too bad. Drop your gun, Keller. Drop it or you won't live. 
We're customs officers, and we've got the place covered. Okay. Okay, don't shoot no more. I won't give you any trouble. Drop it, Keller. Stevenson, hit the lights. Time's just about right, Duncan. Another couple of minutes would have been a couple of minutes too late. Get this for me, will you? Stevenson covered you leaving the hotel. It wasn't too hard to follow the car. Besides, we knew when they had taken the crates. All right, boys, take them away. One of the most unusual features of this case is the fact that the opium, which was hidden in the crates of glassware arriving from Italy, never actually reached the men for whom it was intended. Alert customs inspectors discovered the hiding place when the shipment was examined in port and the opium was removed and held as evidence. Dummy packages were then substituted for the real ones so that our agents could continue their efforts to apprehend the entire ring. Both Keller brothers, Sam Leonard, and Fred Bristol, the second mate on the ship which had brought the opium in, were all convicted for the part they played in this smuggling operation and are now serving long terms in a federal penitentiary. Welcome back. Well, this is an interesting episode just because we get to see the sort of skill that a treasury agent needs when trying to work through these undercover situations. Now, of course, there was a whole plan of action worked out, uh, but they were dealing with a supplier who knew his business. And so he, you know, scraps that whole plan within minutes. And they've got to be able to adjust. And, of course, the way they were able to adjust was because of stuff that was established earlier about how they prepared in advance by having people stationed, ready to follow. And it's fundamentally that preparation that saved them in the end. Well, that will actually do it for now. Join us back here next time for another episode of Public Domain Video Theater. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. And if you like these videos, you can become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash radiodetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.